0: Welcome to the Red Jumpsuit Show, coming at you from the Brainsbury Basement, New York Apartment. Hey, we're glad to have you here.
1: Hi, Joyce. Hi,
0: Joyce. All right, stay tuned for more fun.
1: We're really excited to have Simone Burke on today from Kid Gulliver. Kid Gulliver. From the Whistle Stop Rock ladies and am i right that you're also-
2: uh, red on red yes uh i'm also i do a solo project as well called sugar snow um but yeah uh yes kid gulliver is on uh red on red on red that's very hard to say red on red records and i guess now we can talk about it since by the time this comes out everybody will already know so
1: Anyways, welcome. We're so happy to have you in this crazy pandemic times. How are you doing? Uh, Really
2: good. I am um, living up in the country and never thought that I would love it. Uh, I thought um, living up here would be a big stretch for me, but it turns out that uh, I really like living Around no one. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we live in a very, very small town, and I can't see any neighbors from my house. So wow. um, pretty isolated in the woods. And um, the only regular visitors we get are wildlife. Oh,
1: you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, any So bears? Uh, I
2: really do love it up here. It's oh, great.
1: That's really cool. It looked beautiful at that spot. I think you should have, once this pandemic is going to be a
2: big show there.
1: Uh, yes, the,
2: the deck is, yes, we call, I have a plan for that. It's already called Birkenstock, you know, yeah! Burke and, Burke and, so clever. Um, <laughs> even, yeah, when this is all done, eventually everybody can come up here and, and we'll have a festival, but God only knows when that's going to be. Yeah. it is crazy, huh? Yeah. But, yeah.
1: um, we would love to hear about, uh, Sugar Snow and yeah. Kid Gulliver. Kid Gulliver was they, what is your project that you do with your husband? Am I right about that or am I wrong? He's not
2: my husband. He oh, is my okay. musical partner. I'm m- one of my best friends. Oh. Um, and we've known each other for quite a long time. Been playing music together for quite a long time. He started, that's David I'm talking about. He started um, playing in Sugar Snow with me. Um, and he <laughs> is, he's admittedly, he would say, uh, completely wrong for that band um he's a real <laughs> real rock guitarist and that is real emo shoegazy shit and he doesn't uh, <laughs> it's really not for him but uh he did for a while and then um just we decided to start something new and uh he has all these great songs and i had come from my you know mazzy star type Place and I said I can't sing these songs. This is just not me. I these are too uh, too much, and like (laughs) I'm a (laughs) lot, but (laughs) 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 but um, but I felt like such a fraud singing those songs. I just felt ridiculous, and um, I remember the first show we did at the midway. It was just oh. (laughs) Back. <laughs> and when was that? Your first show? Um, gosh, I want to say it's like five years ago, six years ago. We've been okay. around for a while. Anyway, and we, as is often the case, we've had sort of a rotating cast of drummers, but, um, mm-hmm. me and David and Eric, our bass player have been a unit for quite some time, but, okay. um, I was just terrible. I, I just really, truly, it's good Just to be able to admit that mind. to yourself and right? um and it took a really long time for me to really not care yeah. about um the fact that this was really a character in a sense okay i mean is you know it, I... it is in a sense yeah, was that but, your i mean it's also you and anytime you put out music it's you on some level but yeah. you're also sending you know when you're doing songs you're sending your children out into the world They don't belong to you anymore in the same way and um i think that when you're doing a performance it's kind of like that that that's yeah it's you but it's almost like an exaggerated you or mm-hmm. yeah. an um yeah a, a mousier you or, or whatever it is you there's a character that sort of takes over i don't know anybody who's exactly the same off stage as they are on stage agree you know.
1: Agreed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's almost <laughs> like the most successful musicians, to me, do that because you need a separation, right? Yeah, you
2: know, and you're I performing. Think you do. Um, you're performing. I, You yeah. know, I, I love doing shows. Not, I didn't for a very long time, but I love doing them now. It, and um, I got, I, I guess, I accepted the fact that every show has its own life, and when you do a show if you can go to a show with the best of intentions, you're you're psyched, you think you look great, you know, <laughs> everything is, you're, you're ready to go. And for whatever reason, the show just sucks. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> sometimes you don't want to do a show and you go and do it and it's like the best right. show. And you just don't know why each one has its own life. And so once I stopped blaming myself for that, <laughs> I think it got more fun for me. Yeah. Isn't it such a
1: woman thing? We've been talking a lot about that on this show. It's like, you know, because guys just
2: do it, you know? But you know, we, I, think, I if, know it's a... I have to say, I think it's all a front. Ah! <laughs> I think that they're all full <laughs> of shit. I
1: love um, that.
2: <laughs>
1: am I allowed to swear? Oh, hell yeah. We swear all the time.
2: Okay. So here's why. And please, like, do a timeout thing if you want me to shut up. Um, no. No. I, if I'm talking too much, uh, of late, um, I have met, been working, writing songs with a lot of different people. Um, not an experience I really ever had before, but sort of started writing uh, jointly when I did the Whistle Stop song, when, when we did Queen of the Drive-In, and then I have written songs with other people since then, and I have written songs with some men, and um, I think that fearless stuff that they show in their 20s by this point is all bluster. Mm. I think that they are so afraid of failing or whatever prison they've put themselves in. I don't know what you know idea they have about how they should be, mm. but I think that they think that if they don't do that, then, um, they would rather not do anything. So getting, Hmm. getting people to go out of their comfort zone, I find with men, very difficult. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The women that I've worked with, not at all. And Whistle Stop was a great example of that. Um, but I just, I just find that there, it's very frustrating to work with men because they're so scared of everything. That's (laughs)
1: hilarious.
2: (laughs) oh my god were you well, ta- oh,
0: sorry. um i'd really like to ask you about like just you know where you what how you started and what, you know what your beginnings uh, um, of music were and okay
2: you said you came um, from a
0: uh shoegazy emo thing and i'm just wondering like what you know what that was or
2: well i didn't start playing music until i was 40. Uh, okay. i did cool. ladies rock camp in new york at the original willie wow, may rock Camp. yeah um, but i had taken guitar lessons with my son who was then I think my middle son and um yes. and I and I liked it but really what I wanted to do was sing but having said that I come from um a very musical family mm-hmm. but in school I remember in seventh grade my choir teacher told me only to lip sync because my voice was so bad so <laughs> oh, yeah. ouch yeah so that stayed with me until I was forty. Wow! Basically. Yeah, of course. It, I, I understand that. <laughs> um, I, I so I, I sort of turned forty, and and you know, you get to that age where you're like, "Whose life am I living anyway?" You know, like and my kids didn't need me in the same way that they had; they weren't as little anymore. And um, I was, I guess, this was a midlife crisis, to be honest. I, you know productive mid crisis, but um, I started playing music. I tried out for some bands as singers and it was a catastrophe. And, you know, I mean like every ridiculous story that you've heard about trying out for a band or going, I mean, it's humiliation and um, whatever. But eventually I started writing my own songs because I was tired of singing other people's songs. Um, I had no Experienced writing a song. I had no uh, knowledge of music at all other than listening to music. Mm-hmm. i a music fan. Mm-hmm. And um, I really didn't know how to play the guitar either, but I sort of faked um, it. Faked it Uh Fake it you make it. an incredible number of songs in a very short time. Wow. Uh, yeah, like a lot. And... Um, And it sort of started out like, well, you know, why don't I just try it and see what happens? So I wrote a song and then it was like, well, why don't we just try playing a show and see what happens? And then it was like, why don't we just, why don't I just go into the studio and see what happens? I was so naive that I didn't have a chance to talk myself out of anything. You know, what's funny though? (laughs) I think that, you know, Sean and I have talked
1: about this a lot. Like when I was, I started really young, but I also felt that way. Just faking it. And, and And almost like you're empowered in that first part more than you ever are, the better you get sometimes. Because you're that free. You don't they're, they're, put any That's borders. why new
2: experiences are so important. Um, yeah. I think it's like it's like that first time all over again. Yeah. It's just with a different person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and do you think, Simone, do you think girls growing up now- the fact that there's all this girls rock and like, you know, the ladies rock stuff for the adults, but the girls growing up, there's so much more out there encouraging
2: them to pick up um, an instrument. Do you I have think- an 18 year old daughter. Yeah. Um, She started playing drums and bass at a very young age. Um, she isn't now because that's not her thing, but she was a competitive snowboarder and
1: oh. that is
2: a boy's world. And we talked about that a lot uh, while she was competing and um, why the girls' snowboards were pink Mm
1: -hmm. and why they were
2: more expensive. And, you know, all this stuff that we have already gone through in our lives in a million different arenas. Um, She, I mean, she never has never ever thought. I don't think that if she wanted to do something, she wouldn't be able to. That's cool. That somebody yeah. would stop her, you know, because she was a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's my my fault. <laughs> I don't know, because um, I never told any of my children that they couldn't do what they wanted. Um, but I I don't know. I I mean I think she doesn't think about it as girls rocking. She doesn't think about it as like a girl singer or a girl, but it's as it should be. It's just all music to her, cool, yeah, you know well, it's an evolution so if you know if we talk about Taylor Swift and I say, you know Taylor Swift is is a role model for girls because she's always written her own music and she's been in control of her career. And um, she hasn't done things for other people that she didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. And she took some guy to court for feeling her up and all of this, that doesn't mean anything to her in as much as she likes Taylor Swift. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, No, it's cool,
1: but it's cool. It's like they, you know, we've come to that place and I do Mm -hmm. think girls rock and ladies
2: rock and all that stuff is adding to it. I do. You know? I think so too, but, and that's something that we talked a lot about when Whistle Stop got together because um, I, I, I'm i a little tired of making things ladies-oriented yeah, at this point. I, I mean, too. <laughs> I think we've earned our place at the table. I don't think we have to keep pointing it out, In, in not in every arena, but we have to just um, keep moving forward. Yeah. And they're just going to have to accept that they're just going to wa- watch us walk. You know, that's it. I, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm I'm not apologizing for being a woman and having uh, a right to do shows, uh, play shows. And um, there was some, there, I got a few comments from men when we started Whistle Stop that uh, they were not allowed to play shows with us because they were men. And I said, yeah, that's <laughs> right. We don't want you. Um, right? We don't need right. you. And right. we're doing our own thing. And it wasn't that that it, because they were men, but it, they weren't what we were looking for. Hmm. We, we wanted to play rock shows with our friends.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's
2: what it was, basically. Yep.
1: And there is quite a bit of men playing within those groups. Oh, Which yeah, is cool. Um, you know, so I like just to clarify think, for our audience
2: for cold expectations, I don't think that there's a single man who sings lead. I think that's it. Yeah, the, the, the whistle stop thing happened by accident, but it turned out to be more um, powerful for all of us than we could ever have anticipated. And um, I started it by sending out a group message, just asking these women um, who I liked or didn't know yet, but wanted to Mm -hmm. play shows with, (laughs) Um, I'm booking shows into 2020, ha ha, this was last uh, Labor Day. And um, if you guys are booking shows and you're looking for a band to jump on the bill, think of me and, and I'll do the same. And so we have this little, you know, network going thinking I probably would not hear from any of them again um except to, you know socially or whatever because you never know how, you, how it goes with shows and we started talking and and I think Justine said wouldn't it be cool if we all did a show and then it was like kids in the neighborhood yeah let's put on a show um <laughs> that's great that's great um, no intention of it becoming what it was we had no idea
1: yeah Because everybody's, I think a lot of women, I know me personally, I'm hunkering for that. You know, because I feel like throughout playing, you know, like you said, it's evolved into this thing, but I was always looking for that community. So it's really, I'm I'm happy that that exists now because, you know, I think before I felt the same way about shows and things like that. It's, you know, it was a little, it was just not as fun. It It wasn't as fun. fun to be the only
2: girl. Exactly. uh, And, and. And I say girl in the broadest sense, or, okay, I could say broad instead, but... don't there's a lot you don't have to explain to another woman about how it feels to be at a show you know you you just get what it's like and uh it's good to have that kind of um camaraderie backup uh support um you know somebody to roll your eyes at you know when somebody (laughs) is being patronizing uh, somebody who you know will get it and when we did whistle stop i mean it was like all that and more You know, we had no idea it was going to be as, well, as important as it was to me. I had no idea it would be that way. Very cool. I mean,
1: really, you guys did a great job. And I I think it's just also another example of how, you know, we're stronger together. I really do think that. I agree, you
2: know, yeah. and we are at the age that we are probably the least desirable musically. Um, <laughs> I well, that. I no, mean, from right. a, from a from a commercial point of view, right? Yes. Um that we are we're not young, but we're not like old enough to be a comeback situation. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right. we're like like if you like Aerosmith long enough, they became popular again. It we're not like that, no. so we're sort of in that middle um when nobody expects anything from us that's the time to Which sort of is, grind them into dust
0: it's really freeing you
2: you know? Know. yeah oh yeah, totally.
0: right
2: it's like totally whatever dudes yeah, exactly no and they they um they won't know what hit them basically yeah. i feel like coming up with whistle stop it started um meeting justine um Cobalt, uh, because mm-hmm. I hadn't I didn't really know her before Whistle Stop. And I feel like I've met my sort of creative kindred spirit in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, although she is much more logical and linear, a uh, much more linear thinker than I okay. am. And I'm sort of like pinball machine brain and you know, which uh, is
0: why uh, she is spearheading Red on Red Records. Red on Red right? Records. Red yes. On and, red. And sh-
2: we've talked about this for so long. It's nice to actually oh. be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. we want to hear. We want
1: to hear. Good, good, good.
2: So, um, what can I tell you? So, red on red. Um, is that a bad term?
0: Just... Spearheading.
2: No. <laughs> just what do you think you're getting? All corporate and shit,
0: Shauna, Like, is that like not politically correct? Never mind. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> okay. okay. <Are> Scratch <laughs> sure? that. Sure I, I don't know. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Sorry. We
2: start. We started talking about this during um, Whistle Stop. And um, she wanted, I think we talked about wanting to have a continuation of what the feeling of Whistle Stop, but clearly with the pandemic, it wasn't possible to continue it in the way that we had wanted to, which is doing shows. I mean, I think we canceled eight shows and um, eight Whistle Stop shows and um, we'd only done two. So- No way, we, I didn't know just that. Two. yeah. yeah. Ah. yeah.
0: So you did Rhode Island and then
1: the Boston Once. one, which we were yeah. at. We went to the Boston and one. And then I great. remember there was a
0: Salem one and that was That it. didn't happen. That didn't happened happen. right
2: the week. That was supposed oh, to happen a two-night thing, wow. right? Yeah. When the pandemic happened. Yeah. And then, of course, everything since then uh, got canceled. Yeah, the Once show was
0: great. It was, great. Magic. It was so
1: magical. Yeah, we we it was. had such a good time there. And the vibe there was just awesome
2: it felt like it, a, it felt it like a was. community there was community. something about that night that that day that night um something about seeing everything that you planned coming together yeah but it came together with ease it mm-hmm. it felt very um it was not stressful for anybody
0: mm-hmm. we
2: were sort of like uh, ready to, we were ready we were ready to go and we had um, an incredible audience. I mean, so many people, that was the biggest audience I'd ever played to and um, so supportive. And uh, and we, Kip Gulliver was very lucky. We got a really prime s- slot before- Yeah, you did. Um, Linnea's uh, last show, before <laughs> Power Select's last show. Mm. And there was something, I, I, something magic happened on that stage for me that night. I, I, so corny, I, I know, but I can't. I can't really <laughs> explain it. And um, at one point, I think while Linnea was being passed around on the pizza raft um, by her friends <laughs> uh, during her set, uh, Justine and I turned to each other, and we were just crying. Aww. And I said, "We made. We made this. It's really cool." Yeah, yeah it, it was so an amazing. She feeling. might kill me for outing her, you know, being, you know, not badass every minute of her life. but <laughs> um, It was really, for me, extremely powerful. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that's the last show I did before the pandemic, because that yeah. is, you know, still yeah. such Wait. a beautiful memory.
1: It's like you guys created a scene. and And I think that... Is what's missing in musical, I mean, especially now because of the pandemic. Right. It's almost like now everything's got to move virtually seen, like a virtual scene now. And that's kind of what you guys are doing. It feels we're,
2: like. We're trying. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that's the idea of Red on Red, you know, where it, it, it's, it's making mm-hmm. um kind of making a really fun, cool club that you can be in. And I don't mean that in an exclusive way. I just mean like, um, Justine is, is really committed to local music and really committed to, um, everyone's success. And sh- she feels as I do that everyone's success makes it better for everyone else. That's um, cool. you know, right. being, um, played on the radio whether you're on red on red or not uh, but being on red on red any of the members of that label being on the radio is good for all of us right you know right. and um so that that's a big part of it i think it's sort of a requirement you have to support each other or you're gone <laughs> literally right yeah. i think literally yes literally um i i there, there's not going to be any backstabbing. It's just not part of the credo no. of the label. No,
0: no, no. You know, well, it's, it's almost nobody,
2: like nobody is going to make any money in music anymore. No. So taking the money off the table, we're all free now just to support each other. That's you know, cool. yeah.
1: that's very cool. And, you know, yeah. it's a it's a really cool foundation to build uh, a record company on. I really, because it really means something. You know, everybody's doing it because they want to do it. Yeah. Everybody's and, participating. And
2: we're all serious about it, uh, each in our way. And we all come to this with different strengths and uh, different ideas. And I mean, I love the idea that if I decided to do something and I needed um, a guitar player in a pinch. That Dave Minahan from the neighborhoods, who's on the label, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. we can say it. we can, can say we it, would be out. available to do something for me, for you guys, for whomever. Um, no questions asked. That's super you know, cool. and uh that kind of support system is what we all really need, you know. Well, it to, makes a huge difference.
1: Don't you feel like during this pandemic time too, like because Nobody's making money off shows. Nobody's making money off records, all this stuff. It's almost like saying, throw it up in the air and let's be local and let's support each mm-hmm. other so we can keep doing it because we love to do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. it's
2: cool. That's cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a hard one because people are fatigued um, by, you know, fundraisers, uh, live streams, yeah. Um all all of that stuff i think people are really fatigued especially leading up to the election which when this comes out will have been decided by yeah. now i hope from crossing my way. fingers it was a good thing <laughs> please um, but i think that i feel like talking about music and making music and and right now is just like a shining a light in a really dark place and uh, well put, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but trying but, but trying somehow to engage people. I, everybody's overwhelmed. Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to um, feel their way through this. Mm-hmm. And I know that some people are having a, a very, very hard time, which uh, is terrible. And, and I know a lot of people have to be alone a lot of the time, yeah. which is also really hard. Um, and there's sadly really no end in sight right now. Mm -mm. Um, so we just have to kind of continue to figure out how to do something. Like you're adapting, you're adapting, you know, anything, anything at this point, anything that's going to be a diversion, um, even for a few minutes, you know, which is why I've been doing a lot of video, you know, working on video, um, because I think that people are just fatigued of live stream. Yeah. I don't I, I don't enjoy it myself. I don't
0: either. But... <laughs> I just realized that recently. Like I liked the um the event where you know there was a lot of videos and there was one after the whistle, another. The whistle the whistle stop show that together, we did, yeah. Yes, which was it was fun. It was eventful. Right. And, um so yeah, I've been thinking about videos too. I'm just doing that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I think we were I th- that was at the beginning of the whole pandemic, so I think that we were st- one of the first people to sort of put something pre-recorded together in sort of a variety show kind of way, yeah. Um, and um, I think that that is not even going to draw people now. Right. I I, yeah. I I I feel like we have to create some kind of a different kind of buzz. I'm just not I'm not like sure what that is, okay. but I do think that the record label is part of it. That that we're creating this collective sort of justine is starting this collective of people who are going to put music out and support each other and have some fun and not take it too seriously and be each other's biggest supporters that will build some momentum, I think, Mm -hmm. but everyone's tired and they're scared. You're right. You're absolutely right about that.
1: (laughs) No, I do. And, and full disclosure to our listeners um shauna and i have a new band called Nightspell. i think we talked Yay. about it with somebody
0: yeah, on one
1: of these casts but we are going to be on red on red records and yeah. we're really excited to be joining was just why we wanted to have you on simone to Yay. talk about it
2: well i'm very excited i mean i um joyce read your book about when did you write your when did you write your book? It was a long time.
1: <laughs> I know I'm trying to think. Ten years ago, maybe? Okay, Ten so I think I read ago?
2: it when it came out. Aww. Um not knowing you. Thank you. Honestly, oh. you know, I, not knowing you. I just met you, basically. Um, and we haven't met in person. I don't yeah, even no. think. I but, don't think so. Um, I, don't know. I saw you play though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh you know, the you guys are in some I don't awesome look at us bad.
1: <laughs> Right now Chana so geeky um, like, we're drinking our tea. That is just
2: incredible up. to me to be associated with a band, you know, people who are in these bands that are like, eh, you know, oh. I feel like that I I feel like such a phony compared oh. to some of the people who are on this label because uh-huh. they are, you know, years yeah. and years and years of playing music and I'm a relative newbie. Um relative
1: Right, not that you've been doing anymore, it for a while, but- you're oh, not st- a newbie anymore, honey. I
0: still feel like I don't
1: know what I'm doing, so, you know,
0: and Joyce just started playing drums like four, five years ago?
1: Like a couple five. years back, and then in between breast cancer, so it took a little, <laughs> it took a little break. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, there was, there's that, and I also uh, you was sick right in the middle of the Kid Gulliver, the oh end of Sugar God. Snow in Kid Gulliver, I was sick for a while, I'm so and- so, uh, yes, I know and uh, that, what different... that's like. And in a way, I guess that's why when I started playing music again, for real, um, I was like, who cares? Who, Me too. Who cares. Me too. You know, fuck it. Right. Because nothing you know? like, there's nothing like a death scare to be like,
1: fuck
0: it. Yeah.
2: You have to get to that point in your life. And that is the most for women, especially, I think we have to get to that point because we are by nature always expected to do for other people and and we do um but um the minute that we can actually say i am done taking care of you in a way that you don't need i'm not talking about my kids although they probably don't either but um you know like i'm not mothering anybody in my band anymore
1: right Right. You know, yeah.
2: I'm not, I'm not dealing with, with the spoiled brats at shows. I'm just not doing it. I don't care. It, it you know, no show is that important to me that I'm going to put up with people's garbage. It's not worth it. <laughs> well <So>.
1: said. <laughs> yeah. That was very well said. And I think we concur. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I mean, what's the point? And I, and, and I do think that some of the uh, old timers in the, In town who play the guy old timers who play in the the bands that have been around since the 80s I think some of them really have never gotten to the fucking point Mm. and I think that that's what holds them back I think that they Mm. feel like people expect them to be a certain way they expect themselves to be a certain way Mm. Um, but you can't write about drinking and girls when you're 60. (laughs) you know it's just it's just dumb it you know so you're sort of right (laughs) that's
1: funny but but well it's not
2: like I expect somebody to write about AARP but I'm just saying that (laughs) you know you you're not the person that you were when you were 22 right It, it stands to reason that you're at a different place in your life so um I think you are allowed at the age of 60 you should be allowed allowing yourself to say, fuck it.
1: You know, oh, I'm yeah.
2: bald or I'm fat or you know, whatever it is. Right. Who cares? I'm old. Hey, I'm old. old, yeah. Who I cares? Mean, right? I'm I'm totally comfortable with my age. I feel like I've waited my whole life to get here to <laughs> Me this <too>. age. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and if you've been sick, as you have, as I have, you appreciate that so much more. Yes. Um, that um you're not gonna get depressed by the really small stuff that you know doesn't matter right you just can't
1: right now i i mm-hmm. completely understand what you're saying and now when i play drums with shauna i feel like of what i did when i first started yeah it's like full circle and i'm like rediscovering a new instrument and rediscovering that excitement and yes. that that's what it's all about yeah yeah and
0: it's really yeah. a thrill for me to be playing with two women
2: to uh, other women, it, so it, it, it is. Uh, I trio. love that about the whistle stop. Yeah, yeah the whistle stop it's, group. It's, it's but like I have perfect. not played in a band with all women, and I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, yeah. we've I, never either.
0: Yeah, we haven't either. We so had to yes. wait until
2: this time. <laughs> I mean, I'm envious, really. I, I really am. I would. I really want to do that. I mean, at some yeah. point, it'll happen. Th- there are some. There are some rumbles on the horizon of something. Um, we'll see what happens, but um, I've met so many uh, amazing women who play, who sing so well, who are people I want to be around, you know, that yeah. that it kind of seems dumb not to.
1: Right, <laughs> right. And it's cool when you did The Queen of the Drive-In, which I absolutely loved, okay. and Thank I'm going you. to suggest to it. all my listeners, all our listeners out there that, like, where can uh, they check that out? Because it's so
2: great. I love that. Bandcamp. That's on um, Whistle Stop Rock's Bandcamp page. You can buy that. Um, yeah, that that was a complete uh, joke when, when the I video wrote that. And the video was great, uh, but
1: everything. It's a great song.
2: But I'm sorry, finish what you were saying when you no, listened to Queen of the Drive-In. I was
1: saying I loved the fact uh, I liked the visual, seeing that all of you guys came together on this song. That was really cool and different. Yeah, And then also just the cheekiness of it and the like... Yeah. And the song was great. Oh, and I, I mean, it was like really <sighs> wonderful to see. I just smiled from ear to ear from
2: the beginning to the end. And I'm like, that doesn't happen very much. <laughs> no, I wear... A w- no, that's true. And then um, I was like... I laugh at that song every time because... You know, that is my high school autobiography. That, awesome. <laughs> that oh, <song>. really? <laughs> awesome, Do tell. Simone. Yes, that's what I, I mean. I wrote those lyrics there about me. So um, it was a another group text with the same women <laughs> after a couple of drinks. And we were trying to figure out ways that we could play live safely. And, of course, the drive-in comes up. Yeah. And I said... Uh, Oh, the drive-in, something like that. Oh, I was the dry hump queen of the (laughs) drive-in. And that's how, and that's how, that's where the song came from. And I think um, Justine said, there's a song title. And I said, I will write lyrics if somebody will write music. And Linnea said, I'll write music. So 10 minutes later, I sent her the lyrics. And because I was, you know, anyway. um, So you can be as silly as you want. And I the next day we had a song so awesome I, Awesome. yeah it was completely unexpected we never we, that was not a plan at all
1: well, no, I was but just say, sort like, of
2: something that that not, happened not, and i'd never written any lyrics that weren't mopey before yeah. so that was a new one for me
1: <laughs> and i was gonna say like not to drop the big hint of obviousness because i am that person but that, you know, hey, maybe that'll be a band at some point. <laughs>
2: um, there are a lot of people that there will be, I would say, reasonably sure there will be some amalgamation of um, some whistle-stop people in the uh, Come to the drive And it's your night with the Triumph Queen Sing it in a bottle. That's how I feel like about that song. It it was um, Mm -hmm. like the Once show. It was like this incredible moment in time that we captured. Um, I wouldn't, um, necessarily want to, sorry, my dad just texted me. Um, I wouldn't want to necessarily, um, turn that into a full-time thing. Um, but I am having fun writing lyrics for people now. And, um, like not, like I said, not mopey, not shoegazy, not emo, um, because that's really, I am emo, uh, by nature. I can't help it. I just am but, um, I'm also a lot and I yeah. have a lot to say all the time. I so love it. This is another <laughs> You're talking way to a fellow <laughs> talker here.
1: Yeah. Shauna can't shut me up half the time.
2: Um, I wanted to ask <laughs> That's you. That's also true of me, which is why I think that messaging is better because I can only go on for so long. Right. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I wanted to ask you about you
2: do the video. Did you do the video editing? I did the video. Um, so I have a friend named Daniel Willett who uh, is an amazing musician. Um, his band is called Daniel Willett and the Shobijin. Shobijin being the little princesses in Mothra. Oh,
1: if
2: you didn't know, don't That's know what that. But very cool. And uh, I was on tour with him. I went on tour with him and sang backup and had the best time ever. But he and I did that video together, and we have since done other videos together. Um, I've known him for a long time and we get each other. Um, he also suffers um, from trying to understand my nonlinear way of thinking. So um, <laughs> finding people who can understand what you mean when you say, I want it to look like a glass shattering, or I want it to look like um, somebody threw forks down the stairs or something. Um, if you find I, somebody that can understand it, I, you, you I get should that. marry them I for sure. I understand that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should get married. <laughs> yeah. no um I, I, yeah no I, let's not I'm not gonna do that again I mean I'm still <laughs> married I've been married a long time but mm, yeah um he and I have been friends a long time so we know how to talk to each other um, you have to be able to work with people that don't nobody gets bent out of shape
1: mm-hmm. if you
2: say you don't like something or if that's not what you're going for or um who will just say okay when you say something about drunk forks down the stairs you know then (laughs) they they sort of like it you know oh that's simone okay got it that's great um but i i'm really lucky because i have several uh creative partners that's why it's so fun right now Mm -hmm. to you know to play music for me because just my kid gulliver partner david um who's an incredible songwriter all those kip gulliver songs are his and he's got a really unique voice and uh he's a great guitarist and i i envy his ability to write a hook i really do he he does it so well and i have daniel who i do video with and i have justine who i do our you know our Whistle stop stuff but also red on red stuff and and lots of ideas stuff and then I also have uh, my music producer Brian Charles at zippa studios cool. who I have done recording with for the last 12 years I think
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, he uh, he he is like uh, he he gets me I can't explain it any other way he really okay. he gets me we've we've done oh my gosh, one, two full records, a couple of EPs, a whole bunch of singles. We've done, I spent a whole year in the studio working on my second Sugar Snow record with him. It was wow. just the two of us. And um, he. we just get each other. We found a, a vocabulary that works, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I'm incredibly proud of everything that he and I have done. So. That's really cool, Simone. Yeah, And, and, I, yeah. and it's huge. That like- record, I just want to, yeah. Throw it out yeah, there. Yeah, please do. So Sugar Snow is my project and the first Sugar Snow record is my own writing, singing, um and that is entitled Sugar Snow that's on my Bandcamp page. Um and Sugar Snow's Bandcamp page. My second record um is called Woodface Reimagined which is uh Brian and I basically reimagined the crowded house record woodface from beginning to end. <laughs> we did all 14 songs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was again, did not start out as that kind of project. It just turned out that way. And um, I'm so proud of that record. I'm, um, I, 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 I try to make it a point to be proud of everything I do. My standards are very high for myself. So I can always say that, you know, it sounded really good, but that record is really um, like a testament to just um, pure, pure creativity. We had no, absolutely no idea what we were gonna do on any given day. So if I said, um, well, today, I've been thinking about, I don't know how well you know that record, but there's a song on it called Italian Plastic. And I said, I've been listening to Italian Plastic. And I think that we should try something disco with that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, it evolved into this really great disco song with a robotic voice and and I mean it's just really mm-hmm. fun and we did that with some songs sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't um sometimes we were reasonably um I wouldn't say ex- like what they had recorded but it was certainly in the ballpark some of them were not at all
1: mm. some of
2: them were were really 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 different but Chocolate had- cake which is the opener on that song is very different than the opener their opener so um it was like like playing in a sandbox every day we just didn't know what we were going to do and um why crowded house
0: how did that happen
2: crowded house yeah what was the oh um uh i had a dream that uh i don't know what the dream was but i had a dream that had a soundtrack and it was it's only natural that crowded house song okay, um, slowed down, uh, and was like a Julie Cruz kind of, I oh, was just going to say, it sounds right. like
1: we're getting into twin peaks territory. Yeah. Right it, now. Had, it had
2: a little bit of that. And <laughs> both of the voices on the song were mine in my dream. Oh. Ah. So I messaged him the next day and he's like, come in, let's do it. So I didn't, we, we, that was the whole thing that we decided to do. I mean, it was. uh do you think that this will work? Sure. Why not? Let's try it. <laughs> and um, it was so easy that we were like, okay, let' well, maybe we should do another one. So we did an- another one and that was fall at your feet, I think was the second one. And that one was also easy. So we fooled ourselves into thinking that it would be easy. And then it was not easy. Like some of them were re- really hard to take a year. Yeah. Um, but you were to able do- to
1: do it like slowly,
2: you know, you could yes, kind of build um, on it. And well, is, right? A little yeah, bit. I mean, sometimes things just don't work. And, you know, there were days that I did vocals for a whole day that I, we threw out. Right, I didn't want, I, I hated them. Or we had an idea for something that after uh, some uh, time away, decided that wasn't what we were going for or mm-hmm. didn't work or sounded cheesy or, you know, cheesy can be good, but not cheesy good it was cheesy bad or, um, or too serious or whatever it was, um, by some set of guidelines that we had made as we went along. So we, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't try to, to make that record again. We basically did those songs again, but not that record. That record is, is a masterpiece. It's in its own right. I love it. I love Crowded House. I love Neil Finn. Brian also, like, I didn't have to tell him which song I meant when I said, mm. I want to do It's Only Natural. He knew what I was talking about. So um, I don't know if Neil Finn has heard it. I have tried.
0: Aha!
1: Uh-huh. I have oh, tried many ways. I you going to ask. Yeah. I, Keep um,
2: trying. I went down Keep to his hotel trying. when he was in town with um, Fleetwood Mac, and I dressed... Like a publicist, and I said I was a publicist. (laughs) I love that. Oh my god, that's brilliant. On a Sunday morning, and I was like in my car going, "If I don't do this, I'm going to be so mad at myself." But it's like I felt like in like a Laverne and Shirley episode, some kind of stupid, you know. (laughs) Um, And a friend who worked for the limo service told me where he was staying, and you know, like it was like this whole like plan. You know, so I talked to the woman at, at the desk and she said, well, there's nobody here by that name, but there is somebody here by this name, which I said, I think that's probably him because it's <laughs> like under the name of the guy. It's like a whole thing. So I pretended to be a publicist. And I said, oh, here, I have a package for him. He's expecting it. Oh, so if you yeah. could just give it to him when he comes down, I'd really appreciate it. And she said, sure. Um, she probably got fired after that i don't know um for for doing that but um i don't know if he ever got it i have no idea but i did try i i I did try in person and i have asked people to tweet at him and do all that stuff and i've emailed him and whatever if he's heard it he he hasn't said so
1: well
0: is that available on Bandcamp?
2: Uh, everything's on Bandcamp. Yeah. I prefer Bandcamp personally. Me me too my um, means of selling music. Um, but it's also on Spotify and all the other platforms as well. Um, all of the Sugar Snow stuff, all of the Kid Gulliver stuff, um, on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, so everything is available, and the Sugar Snuff stuff is all over the place um, in terms of styles. Uh, Kid Gulliver is straight up power pop. Like, cool.
1: Like what you guys play it on the, the quiet thing that we all did on the whistle stop show that we did. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. So oh thanks. Oh What? Uh, yeah, where they play that, it. That, you just play it just I mean, the two of you, you, you and Dave, right? To yeah. be played loud. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But it was still beautiful it was very beautiful thank you um, i appreciate that so i don't know Shauna. do you have another question do you have a question or anything you want to ask because i was going to no. say we're kind of getting close we want to want to take when, too much more people of your time ask me That's if i okay. have a
0: question my first response is no because
1: i don't if i had a i don't know sorry
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> so
2: i will okay yeah, um, yeah then yeah. i'll tell you a story yes please. uh just for fun um so this uh pandemic beginning of the pandemic um, uh, my friend Richard Mursky, I don't know if you know him, uh, plays music. He's been around Boston music scene forever. He messaged me and he said, the Goffin King foundation are having a contest. You have to play a song that, uh, Jerry Goffin and Carol King wrote together oh, and lot send it in a cover and send it in for a contest. And, um, there will be prizes. I don't, you know, prizes, whatever. So um, (laughs) I asked Brian, would you want to do that with me? And he's like, sure. You know, absolutely. So I said, okay, I've narrowed it down to these 10 songs. Um, You listen to them. I'll listen to them again. And let's see which, which one. And we immediately settled on the same song. Um, And that song is called um, he knows I love him too much. Mm. So we recorded that song in my car because it was the beginning of the pandemic and uh, I am immune compromise so I have to be careful. So I did the vocals in my car. he did all the music. I just idea that video is on Bandcamp on YouTube of me doing the recording of that song. Oh, I'm totally gonna check that out. yeah, it's um and I'm really proud to say. Not only did Carol King hear me do that song, which is cool <gasps> in its own right, um, I was one of the winners. No, of that. way! Wow. Yeah. Oh. So that was a really proud moment for me. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. That's great. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can retire now on that shit, man. That's amazing.
2: I mean, wow. freaking Carol King. I come love her. On. I know. Yeah. Both of them. They
1: wrote some great songs together. Oh,
2: yeah. incredible. She She's. She's a a super role model for, yes. for female musicians. Mm-hmm. Um it's b- because of her that we can take it for granted somewhat. Yeah. She was not able to, but we, you know, we could. Mm-hmm. It, we yeah. can to some extent now. And it'll only get better from here. But I uh I completely in awe of her. I grew up listening to the tapestry record yeah me too I mean, we oh, all did right, right. and um she, to think that she listened to me sing one of her songs oh my god
0: it's huge beautiful huge, huge. Yeah.
2: Beautiful. yeah it's freaking crazy it wow so well that's done. that's my fun story for no, the that's pandemic. great
1: and we gotta wrap it up <laughs> Thank but you what i sharing. the way we always wrap it up that was awesome for sharing <laughs> that we like to ask you and you know if you. Like, we, sometimes people are, like, taken aback cause I'm like, what uh, female-centric, doesn't mean they're all female, um, new music are you listening to? I mean, we've talked new, about, yeah, new music. Give quite a, shout a bit, out. but yeah. We yeah. have talked a lot about some stuff, but, like, just, I always like to do this at the end because I, I feel like there's so much music out there by women that people don't know about that mm-hmm. if we can at least all kind of name a few people, they'll get some attention.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um- so our red on red um, label mates, uh, mm-hmm. well, Justine obviously in her two bands, Justine and the Unclean and Justine's Black Threads. I listened to them a lot. Um, the Chelsea Curve, who is also on that label, but has not yet recorded. Um, okay. they, their Linda, who's the bass player and the singer in that band is a whistle Burr. she was my
1: little bass twin during the 90s yeah she she (laughs) was
2: like she has been everyone knows orbit and all the other bands at frank and fast easy women and all the bands that she's been in um these are her songs and um it's like in the vein of the jam yeah uh billy Bragg kind of feel Mm -hmm. uh excellent stuff uh cold expectations also um my friend Joellen. and and Nancy Delaney plays drums in that band. So they're, they're great. Uh, more, um, I don't know if you call it Americana, but maybe more in that vein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm trying to think of, um, oh, there is a great band out of uh, the Salem area called Hiber, Hyber, H-Y-B-E-R. Cool. They are great. And Chris Musto, uh, who sings and plays guitar in that band? They are just really, really good. They're nominated for a Boston Music Award this year, um, and well deserved. Um, they are really underappreciated in my view. Um, I, I think that uh, had things been different, uh, they would hopefully have done a whistle stop show with us, but. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, that's not the situation right now. But.
1: Right, right. But that's cool. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, okay. Simone, it was a pleasure talking with you. And yeah, it has been you. a pleasure to have you on. And and we're really excited that we're joining the team. Yeah, we're
2: really excited. Um, and, it's great. Um, it, it's a nice feeling. It is. Sure, really. It's, yeah. it's um, incredibly supportive. You know yeah. that you're going to have support already yeah right your your ideas have support that is so powerful in and it of is. itself right yeah. it i is. mean
0: I, she, justine hadn't really heard what we were doing and i'm like do you want me to send you something <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was great.
2: well because she knows she knows both of you and yeah. she yeah. knows what you can do so i don't think she had any doubt whatsoever mm-hmm. you know that that you guys would do something great and um It's just cool
1: to have that support right from the start Uh, because it's a belief. It's a belief in, uh, you know, and also just, uh, I mean, it's the collective. I like the collective. It it is a collective. And and
2: if we were playing live shows now, we'd all be going to each other's shows now. Um, right. To to know that you are going to have people who are so happy to see you play, um, is, it's really powerful as, as a performer. Um, You're going to play regardless of whether anybody's there. We've all done that, you know, but um, to have people come, especially for you and know that, that they want to see what you're doing and support Mm -hmm. you. That means the world. I think. That's where we're going to
1: end it. That we can't say anything (laughs) better
2: than that. That was beautiful. (laughs) listen <laughs> well thank you for having me i know i can't stop talking
1: no it's okay but, i usually can't stop talking i'm just tired so i'm
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> we're both a little tired, but um it was great to meet you this way
2: also. Yes, and, uh, yes yes and yes yeah. and um i can't wait until we can uh yeah. have birkenstock upstairs out on my deck and you guys can come play yeah. and Woo! and we'll um we'll yeah we'll we'll do some kind of uh thing all of us. I love we'll it. We'll all play something together. I love you know. it. I'm so uh, down for that. Star Spangled Banner, like Jimi Hendrix or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're i going to start working on
2: that. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Me too. <laughs> oh my God. That's beautiful. Totally. Uh... Okay. Thanks again <laughs> okay, for having me. Yeah.
1: Have a wonderful you. Sunday. Bye. Sweetie. Thank
2: you. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to the Red Jumpsuit Podcast. If you want to be on our show, please send us an email at redjumpsuitpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: We are at www.redjumpsuitpodcast.com.
2: Www.